What up, Dangle Bangers? It's your girl, Timo. And Mandy. And we dangling. Dangling. Dangle Bangers. Welcome to episode seven. Mandy, what's up, girl? What you doing? How's your girl decompressing, honey? Because the folks was trying to get on my nerves today. Okay. (laughs) Um, Listen, I be wanting to write back so bad to my boss and be like, people are dying. Okay, be my peace, please, please, and thank you. Be my peace, okay. I'm trying to work, okay. I'm trying to maintain my sanity. I don't need you micromanaging me, and I don't need you bothering me too much. I will do my job, okay. That's what I want to say. Exactly. Right. Calm down. (laughs) It'll be all right. Again, people are dying. Come on now. Like, relax. Relax. relax (laughs) but what about you (laughs) honey yeah it has definitely been it's been a week like I think I'm definitely um who getting a little tired of zoom (laughs) I think um I think you know I I think I've reached you know a little bit of my limits because now it was like okay we were having our regularly scheduled meetings, but, you know, they were just via Zoom. So that was fine because, you know, we've always had meetings to go to, whatever. But now people are making up meetings. I'm talking about we're meeting for this. We're meeting for that. We're meeting. I just be like, what? I don't even know. And also I have just just so much going on. And so, yeah, definitely a lot of... um a lot of different zoom meetings so it's funny like i feel like my job has like changed because i'm used to be like being in the lab and being a scientist but now i'm like a zoom professional so i have like a whole new job (laughs) come on now (laughs) right and it's funny because of course that made me think of our topic (laughs) for this episode is jobs but jobs we shouldn't have had (laughs) Oh, child. <laughs> Jobs, we literally had no business being in. Like right now, I'm a, a Zoom professional. I don't have no business doing this job. But professional? You know, right. Of the Zoom? I'm a Zoom. <laughs> What's this song? I'm a mother professional. Can you please elaborate on your experience as a Zoom professional? <laughs> Yes, so I um, am a connoisseur of Zoom meetings. I can be in your Zoom meeting. I can be in their Zoom meeting. I can be in everyone's Zoom meeting. (laughs) But honestly, though, I found out recently, and this is dangerous, and who knows, maybe I shouldn't say this, but you can be in multiple Zoom meetings (laughs) at once. Oh, Zoom has allowed so that's the only upside is that you can literally be just like in a meeting you know say something is like going on you don't really have you know <laughs> give that much attention you need participation points you can definitely be in two Zoom meetings that's a trick <laughs> that I have found and out you can be in on the same account or do you have to lock in on yes, different accounts no, on the same account and it could even be the same device. That's what's crazy. So that's when it gets a little hectic, though, because you start hearing, you know, multiple conversations going on. So you have to, you know, back it up, back it up, <laughs> figure it out. Um, but yeah, I'm not saying, you know, that I've done this often. You know, maybe I heard it on the streets. <laughs> but yeah, I'm letting <laughs> The streets told you. The streets told me that uh, you can be in multiple Zoom meetings at once. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But anyway, a job I shouldn't have. So thinking over your lifetime, what are some jobs that you had no business doing? Oh, child, so many. So, okay, let's start with my first job. So my first job was in the big town of Leesville, Leesville, as the regular commoners would say. But Leesville sounds much better. Mm -hmm. I worked at Mr. B's gas station. And I am proud to say that your girl was ne- never a minimum wage girl. Your girl started at a whopping $6 per hour. Okay, oh. baby? Rich. Oh, you was fishy. Yes, honey. I did not make five fifteen, honey. $6, honey. Okay? 
So um, anyways, you know, I was responsible for checking out the people or whatever, uh, making sure that the uh, trash was taken out at the little gas stations. And then we had like a little ice cream parlor in there. So I would like scoop out the ice cream. And then I had to make sure that they stocked up like the beers or whatever. So this is before you could have like the walk-in freezers where you could go get your own beers. So your girl was up there <laughs> restocking the butt lights every two hours. And so <laughs> the reason why I realized that I had no business having that job is because of my what? Attitude. Oh my God. So, you know, I'm from a very rural area. Okay. And so, mm-hmm. you know, some folks, they look at you and they think less of you before they've ever had a conversation with you. Correct. And so what would happen is Mimo and them would come <laughs> in. Mimo. Okay. I want uh $25 on pump six. Okay. And uh, let me get a, a car a pack of uh marble lots. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's funny hearing country folks mimic other country folks or whatever. <laughs> right. I'm like, what are you trying to sound like? <laughs> okay. So, you know, the marbles back then was probably about 280. So they would get, you know, their dollar bill and then they would get them three quarters and they would, they would never have a nickel, five pennies, and they will put them on the counter. And when I tell you nothing bothers me more than you putting some money on the counter, that's basically like you saying, here, girl, no, what is not, we're going to be looking at each other eyeballs. You know that mean Like Diddy had with that boy staring back at each other. And they looking at each other. Yay. (laughs) And don't need change back. Okay, give me three dollar. Give me three dollars, and it was two eighty. You're gonna be waiting on this twenty cents because you're gonna be picking up dollars up, sis. So we always had an issue with that, honey. Put this money in my hand. So in my hand, sis. So that was the first issue. The other issue is is that okay. So I'm a musician. I was in band. So, and why this is important is because when I was in marching band, I was right in front of the percussion section, the snare drum in particular. And so my hearing is not the best. And why this is important, I never knew that hearing would be so important working at a convenience station. Because, you know, I couldn't just say gas station. Convenience. Okay. The problem with (laughs) that was, okay, the convenience. Okay. The pantry store. I can't call it no bodega because we ain't live in no city. But either way. So the reason why I needed to be able to have good hearing was because in the very front by the cash register, you know, how they had like little like a lot of times they had like bubble gum or airheads or something in the front. Well, up there, they had these little um, glass roses. So they had like little small, like think about like the size of like an eyedropper, like that size of a glass. Mm -hmm. They would have little roses inside of them. And I said, okay, I guess somebody want a rose in a bottle, you know, whatever. (laughs) So one day I was uh, helping somebody get some ice cream or whatever. And my colleague was in there and she was like, oh, you just missed it. A crackhead came in here. And I said, excuse me. Well, honey, what I did not know was those little glass roses in a bottle or whatever. Oh, those are crack pipes, honey. And the girls were stealing them right up under my nose. And I didn't know it, honey. Oh, my gosh. What? Yes. Apparently, they used it as the pipe. And who knew? Not me. Oh, I did not know that. I did not know that look either. <laughs> I was unaware. <laughs> like what? Right, little what do you old mean? naive me thought. <laughs> look, little naive old me. Every time I saw somebody come in saying, "Oh, this is some cute roses," I'll pick them up, you know, for my wife or something. Not knowing what <laughs> paraphernalia, honey. Wow! Wow! So yeah, I was not good at asset protection, honey. No, yeah, you had no business working there. You had no business being at the convenience store. (laughs) (laughs) So what about you? What about you? Oh my gosh. Well, since you started with your first job, I guess I'll start with my first job, my first paying job. And I was a low class um, employee because I started with 515. (laughs) 
<laughs> so, Haney, when I tell you I done made it a mighty long way because my first job was literally $5.15 an hour. That is crazy. And I was working at the movie theater, okay? The movie theater in Greenwood, South Carolina. We had three theaters. And, you know, I started off as like, you know, the cashier, the one who was selling the tickets, selling the concessions. And then I worked my way up, you know, where I was helping with like, you know, counting the money, doing a little bit of the finance, you know, because I got leadership skills. (laughs) But I had no business being there because I cannot be trusted. When I tell you everybody who knew me was getting in the movie for free, like, (laughs) there was no way. Come on. There was no way we was making any money off of ticket sales whenever I was working. Like people would plan they whole they whole movie schedule off of when I was working. Like, hey, Timo working, <laughs> we going to the movies. <laughs> Cause I was lit okay. in. And then also, if you brought your own bag, oh my goodness, I could definitely give you free popcorn. So we couldn't use the movie theater popcorns, that the popcorn bags, that was the trick because they actually counted those. That was a part of the inventory. But yeah, if you mm-hmm. came in there with like a plastic grocery bag, <laughs> I would fill that thing up for you and you would be on, and folks would bring their own cup and yeah, I could fill it up with soda. It was literally just about. Come on Instagram. now, you was the <laughs> you the was the product. theater plug. I was the theater plug, so I was real trifling. And then to this day, this is really why I had no business working there because to this day, I don't eat popcorn like that because I ate so much popcorn working in that movie theater. Like it was so bad, y'all. I would get like one of them trash bags. Like that we had in a movie theater with them big old trash bags. Y'all know that be at the end where you be walking out and you put all your trash, huge trash bag, and fill that bad boy up with popcorn and just eat it. Just take it home. Just- but why? I mean, but why? Because it was Why free, so much, bro? bro? You had you got to come back the next free. day. But why? Listen, listen. I got I got survivor mentality. I always take stuff because I don't ever know when it's coming back. I always do that. I'm like I, I gotta stock up. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, I don't know what's going. Sound like my coworker. She always somewhere storing uh ketchup packets and all kind of condiments. I'm like, bruh, were you born in the depression era? Why are you storing ketchup packets? I don't know what's gonna go wrong. But I was addicted to popcorn. And then there was a time once the movie theater got fancy and we got these popcorn seasonings. Y'all, they had like, you know, cheddar cheese. They had like sour cream and onion, all types of different ranch. Oh, man. It was, it was, uh, let me move on from this because I'm about to start slobbing. <laughs> oh I was so popcorn all of a sudden. I ain't ate popcorn in years, literally. So yeah, I wow. had no business working at the movie theater. <laughs> What's your next one? <laughs> What's another one? <laughs> Okay, so I actually forgot about this job, and this is the first job slash hustle that I had. Oh, so you remember the day of illegal downloads before, you know, there was streaming. Mm-hmm. You had the Kaza, Napster, LimeWire. <laughs> you remember that? Yes, yes. Well, your girl had a quick little hustle. Your girl would get some notebook paper, and I would say, hey, <laughs> write down your playlist up to 17 songs, $5. Okay, five dollars, and so your girl was going around <laughs> selling CDs on the low, honey, and then got fancy with it and started printing on my little computer using up all my mama little ink, honey. Started printing covers, honey, for a couple of extra dollars, trying to be fancy. Because see, at one point, I think my cousin, either my cousin or his friend, was trying to sell CDs too, but they didn't have no cover so you know i had to be the professional and go ahead and get a cover to differentiate myself in the market honey oh, but, honey, um, you was made to be a marketing person because there's no way i didn't get no covers when i tell you people would like write the names on the cd mess around and smudge it up we ain't had no covers <laughs> oh yeah honey i had to go ahead and level up <laughs> and see here's the thing the girls used to get so upset um if I didn't get it back the next day, I'd be like, well, bro, you need to wait a minute, honey. Like, <laughs> I got folks lined up. You'll be all right. And then shout out to my cousin Muff, honey, because every single CD Muff got, she want to shake that monkey by too short. <laughs> what? Yes. 
every single I don't know why she I don't know why. I think she just like to say that what's my favorite word? Oh wait, yeah, did I, I got the right song? Oh no. It's one of them. What y'all wanna say? Bitch! Bitch! <laughs> <laughs> ah. Yes, honey. So yeah, City Hustler, okay? Did that for a while. And so, you had no business. <laughs> and, and you I had, had no, no business because honey, hashtag illegal. Okay. <laughs> and what stopped me from why did I stop my hustle? Probably the fan. Maybe I got <laughs> Probably got scared because they started doing them commercials and them uh, articles about that one. You remember that little white girl who got arrested uh, oh. for streaming them? They used to be a commercial. I think I got kind of shook up then. Oh, you were scary. So that's you probably no real hustler. You were scary. Yeah. Either that happened or something happened. I don't remember. But, well, no, you know, after a while, we started getting the little MP3 players. You remember we used to have them little MP3 players? And it's not like now. This was, look, and I didn't have no iPod. I had the MP3 player, baby. (laughs) And that was when the music, it didn't have the correct name. It had 03 underscore, shawty like my underscore, uh, Omarion dot MP3. And you had to sort (laughs) through them files. Yes. <laughs> so yes, honey. Um, I think the streaming service is what took me out of business. But um oh what about what's another job you had no business having? It's funny because I completely forgot about this until this very second. And I really hope my grandma listens to this episode because talking about illegal business, yo, Kathy is a character and she was always up to some foolishness and what she could do was get me to do it. So there was a point where I was selling candy in school. This is so random. There was just like this random candy shop in Greenwood where you could literally go like go get like a box of like Skittles. Like imagine like, you know how when you go to the grocery store at the checkout, that box of Skittles that's just sitting there and they be selling them for like a dollar each now. Mm -hmm. So you could get those boxes of candy wholesale. And this was back in the day when candy was cheap. So like I literally would just have like candy on me at all times and i would be selling it for like a dollar or like 50 cents a bag like m&ms skittles twigs like whatever type of candy and i would just have it and she would take me to this candy store and be like hey yeah you got to use your money and like buy this candy and then sell it at the school <laughs> like come on now money <laughs> right it look hashtag illegal this is what made me think of because like what and then people would be like like what do you like people started asking like well, what are you doing this for like is this a fundraiser and i'm like yeah i'm raising funds for myself <laughs> <laughs> yo so of course you know somebody blew the whistle and i got caught so that's how my side business <laughs> ended because people was like yo you cannot just be selling candy <laughs> for yourself at school but listen i made funds off of this and i really hope she listened and i hope she remembered this because she had me set up for, for the okie doke okay, okay. <laughs> I, was, I was literally the candy man <laughs> literally <laughs> oh my gosh all right what's another one okay so another one that i had and this was very short-lived was i was an employee of the walmart <laughs> oh child <clears throat> so I called myself getting a job at the Walmart first of all the training was way too long for the work that I was going to be doing <laughs> so I thought I was just going to be a little cash you know cashier you know check everything out <laughs> wrong <laughs> they had me doing merchandising I didn't know what that was but I found out quickly girl <laughs> what is it <laughs> Baby, they had me stocking the shelves. So I had to go in the back. The ghetto. I had to go in the back. Oh, honey. I had to go in the back. And I was a part of the section where like, like the plates, home goods, like that type of stuff was. So it was my responsibility. And this was before they had like the online inventory. So they know how much was in stock. So it was just my responsibility to go down the aisles each and every 
hour, see what was out of stock, go in the back, get on the ladder, bring it down, and put it on the floor. No way. Girl, the ladder was so tall. I was climbing up like 15 feet in the air. Okay? When I tell you your girl was pissed at her job, I didn't last for two weeks. Hey, and at that point, weeks, that's two weeks long on a ladder, honey. Wow. Like, what? And I would try to hide in the bathroom and everything. I knew that I had to go to Coolidge after that because I knew that manual labor was not for me. Okay? Right. <laughs> Look, Walmart could have killed that chick if they wanted to. F them. Okay? <laughs> Th- them people deserve more money, honey. Because if, listen. I think I was making eight dollars at that point, and I can tell you they could have kept all of them eight dollars. I would have wish I would have went and gave plasma before I did that. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! I would have gave blood. I would have cut my little piece of hair. Anything. That Walmart job. God bless them. And now I kind of see why they have an attitude in there, honey, because that's a lot of work. Sometimes when they get an attitude, I'm like, you know what? You know what? They they had a hard day. I ain't even gonna bother them, honey. You know, I like I don't even expect the same out of Walmart workers that I do Target workers because they get paid differently. You know what I mean? Right. Like you know, right. uh, Target workers getting paid like fifteen dollars an hour at Walmart. Sis, keep your attitude. It's fine. It's fine. I'm gonna be in and out. It's fine, sis. (laughs) I know why you mad. I know why you mad. It's cool. Yeah. Go ahead, sis. I, I can't even be mad at you, girl. Just, you know, <laughs> it's whatever. <laughs> right. Okay, so what about you? Oh, my goodness. My next one is, look, since you're talking about Walmart, I will talk about who? Kmart. <laughs> it's better half. <laughs> the big K. When, when I tell y'all I had no business, okay? So here's my history with the Kmart. So after the movie theater, so the movie theater actually closed down because we got a cinema 10 in Greenwood. Mm-hmm. So that shut down, you know, the little three screen cinema. We wasn't worthy of Greenwood anymore. <laughs> so that put us out of business. Ooh. Right. So I had to go. So I could, you know, go work, be a trader, you know, and work for the man at the cinema 10. Or I could have, you know, set my sights on better, <laughs> on better things. <laughs> So I went to the Kmart, y'all. I had no business at the Kmart. So I think, again, my grandma probably gassed me up to work at the Kmart. Come on, Miss Kathy. Because, you know, the Kmart was, what was their specialty? Layaway. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> and with layaway, so what was the finesse was because you could use your employee discount and you can lay stuff away. <laughs> So, you know, that was a whole, that was a whole chain, you know, that was a come up for my entire whole situation for the whole family. (laughs) But (laughs) y'all, when I tell you I was such a bad worker, like I was barely on my register. And what's crazy is I had the audacity to work at Kmart in high school and then transfer, (laughs) transfer, transfer, right, transfer to the Kmart in Rock Hill when I went to undergrad, when I had no business working in the one in Greenwood, I definitely shouldn't have worked in the one in Rock Hill. So yeah, I would never be on my register. I would be literally in there shopping. I would have my car going through the aisles. They would be calling me over the intercom, Tiara, get back to your register. (laughs) Get back to your register. But I just hated sitting there and I hated dealing with customers you know, I really had no business being in customer service, but it was just like, I needed a job, you know? And I, I knew, like, I was charismatic enough because when I was lurking around, you know, I would I would answer questions from customers. So you know how when you look around for someone to ask a question at Walmart, you like looking around like, oh, I wish somebody was here to help me. I was literally mm-hmm. that person. Like, I would go for my register and go look for people. Hey, you got a question? Hey, you need to find something? <laughs> Hey, you want me to go take you somewhere? Because it was like anything I could do to get away from the register and just lurk around, 
I loved it. So it was like, I really wouldn't get in trouble because, you know, I'd be to come up with a customer. It was like, oh yeah, I was helping this lady right here find, find Timmy the, the perfect present. Didn't I help you? And they're like, yeah, she's great. She really helped me. Meanwhile, you know, I was just over there lurking, <laughs> you know, doing bare men. But I helped the lady find the toy section. So I was a hero. But yeah, I had no business at the Kmart. <laughs> and you had me at the Kmart too, honey, for a little exactly. bit one summer. Ah. Oh my God. And it was foolish. I remember Miss Kathy. Lord have mercy. And um, I wasn't meant to be at Kmart either because Kmart was notorious for not having something labeled correctly and the barcode not scanning correctly. And so I ain't going to say who, but somebody told me that they just make up a price when the price won't scan. And honestly, I didn't have a, ma'am, um, this was supposed to be so-and-so. Okay, let me override it here. Type, 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 and I will keep, keep it moving. Right. I did. I mean, I never understood that. People were like, well, let me go check. I'm not going to walk back there. Okay. I'm not walking back there. If it's $5.99, ma'am, it's $5.99. Kmart got it. <laughs> but listen, actually, okay. now that they're out of business, maybe they didn't. <laughs> Well, no, the, well, they had it back then because they was overpriced. They was overcharging for everything. A, a cup right. of look, a darn, a darn pack of bologna be probably about ten dollars at Kmart. They knew they was high, honey. Oh, they was high. They didn't care because they knew who they was hiring, and they had no business hiring me. <laughs> if they really cared, they would have spent more time. <laughs> Kmart, ooh, they're like the CVS of super centers, just overpriced for no reason, honey. No reason. For none. Oh my gosh. Oh, what's your next one? Okay, let me think. Oh, I'ma say I okay, I definitely didn't have no business with this. I think I was in high school. Mm-hmm. When, so my mom is a nurse at a heart center. And so uh she finagled me a job. There in the medical records department. Come on, Miss Valerie, finessing, finessing for her baby. Okay, come on, parents looking out for their children. Okay, nepotism is favoritism so, granted to relatives. They had like apparently I don't know if the medical assistants got behind or whatever, but they had like all of these papers that were bagged up. They had need to be filed into people's records. I'm talking thousands of papers, and you know this was before they had electronic medical records. So it was my my job. Like imagine a, like a a folder that had the two prongs on it and them big long two prongs. So I had to pull all the papers off, find where it's supposed to go in there, and then put it back on. That was my job. So honey, first of all, you know my attention span wasn't great, so I was going around bothering everybody, walking around in the office. I mean, I got the project done, but honey, every single morning, what was I doing? Going to the cafeteria and getting a what a biscuit and gravy. <laughs> Knowing I'm what lactose intolerant, knowing that I'm going to have to in two hours go have to dismiss myself and go wet to the bathroom and come back and act like nothing didn't happen. Yeah, I I had no business in that workplace eating no biscuit and gravy. I had no business working there, period. But your girl knew about the HIPAA rights, okay? Okay, was doing her job. Come on, here we And, and I learned. Compliments of my mother. I learned how to take a nap on my lunch break because my mama has to drive like 45 minutes to her job. So we had to get up at a butt crack of dawn to get to work. So your girl used to be a little tired in the morning. So by the time lunch came, I'm like, Mom, I'm tired. She was like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go in this parking garage. We're going to pull these, these seats back and we're going to take a nap, honey. And when I tell you that used to be the best nap. <laughs> Y'all was in the, um having mommy and me naps. In the, in the naps. <laughs> naps on deck, honey. Tired. Yo, I am a week, okay? <laughs> I am Mommy and me naps. I'm going to ask my mommy. I want to be able to take naps on her lunch break. Bro, she probably is. <laughs> she probably oh, is. Okay, so what about you? Oh my goodness. This is funny because I was just thinking about this and it's so pressing because I actually, I just uh, did the census. So if you haven't done your census yet, definitely do it. I don't know. Hopefully it's not too late, but it literally takes like two minutes. 60 like, seconds. Yeah. Like it's, it's done. 
<laughs> it's super easy. Like, so please do it for real, for real, but for real, since it's not gov. <laughs> um, but anyway, a job I shouldn't have had back in the day was the twenty twenty was the twenty ten census, <laughs> and I was a census worker. So they literally had me going around to people's houses conducting the census, y'all, and. I just don't know why I signed up for stuff like this or like did jobs like this where I had no business. But like I would literally like they would just give me the address. Like sometimes it wouldn't be accurate. Sometimes the name wouldn't be right. So I was just blindly walking up to random folks and being like, hey, is this person here? Hey, you want to take, do you want to fill out this census with me? I didn't really want to like go in like that, but like, you know, also, I didn't want to like, they, they wanted you to go in. They didn't want you like standing outside. So it was just so much. And it was also just like a lot of walking up and down stairs, getting to people's houses. It was a lot. Okay. <laughs> and I had no business with that job. It had nothing to do with what I was trying to do. I think it was like, oh, you know, it was cool. I wanted to be a part of the effort, but I'm so glad that you can um just do it online now. Um, cause yeah, the census worker job that was not it, and I had no business. I'm there. sure that was a hard one. Who child? It, it was like it was a lot, and just going to people's houses and knocking on the door like it's just a lot. <laughs> like, yeah, dealing with them and they don't want to answer the door and they got to right. bro. Just fill out the darn form, dang. They don't want to answer questions. Why are you asking me these questions? Why? And I'm like, well, it's the census, <laughs> like. I'm just here. Like they sent you an email. Like they sent you letters about this. So yeah, it was a lot, girl. <sighs> okay, you got another one. Yes. Okay. A job that I absolutely had no business at was at uh, the payday loan place, Cash Advance America, oh, or whatever the name it was. Lord. <laughs> I should have known something was wrong when we went in the interview and I don't even know how we got on this, but the lady who interviewed me looked very similar to RuPaul. That's number one. <laughs> and she also had the personality of RuPaul. Good luck. And so some type of way, I think she was up. asking me like how I was going to tailor my message to certain demographics or something like that. And we got on this whole conversation about how black people prefer Pepsi. And they hired me like on the spot. And after that, I said, you know, I should have known that was going to be something that was just really, uh, that was going to be a dookie job. I should have known <laughs> right then and there that was going to be a dookie job. Okay. <laughs> so anyways, I worked with this chick named Renata because everybody know a Renata. Right. Right. And so it was my job to call the people who checks was, you know, was about to bounce. Uh-huh. So we would call them or whatever. I'm gonna be in on Friday. I'm gonna be in on Friday. Friday come, Friday go. Saturday no, come coming. in. They don't answer the phone. So then, this is where it got tricky. So when you sign up for a little payday loan check or whatever, you have to like pre-write a check that's post dated for the two weeks when it's due. And if you don't come in on the due date or whatever, that's mm-hmm. when we cash your check. Well, honey, some of the girls got smart. So Renata would have to run to the bank and go try to catch the check. And so she would come back in and piss. Talking about, Mrs. Fields didn't, didn't cash his check. And he didn't uh, cancel his bank account. <laughs> <laughs> Not cancel the whole bank account. Child, yeah. Or they'll be then cancel the check. So they'll pay the little $25 cancel check fee or whatever. Uh-huh. And then cancel the check, girl. It was a mess. And then we was beside the cricket. We was in a real ghetto plaza, honey. It's a miracle we didn't get robbed. I'm just going to be 100 with you. <laughs> you know, it was like a blunt store, you know, where they got like the little uh, cigarellos and the black and miles and stuff. And then it was a cricket store. And always it was somebody in their car going boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and you, it was just so much going on, honey. And, you know, I was always in constant fear that somebody was going to come in, uh, try to hit us, you know, hit us up. So, you know, I stayed close to the little place where the button is under the mm-hmm. counter. Because, mm-hmm. honey, you're not going to uh, stick me up, okay? 
So right. my final straw was they had just passed legislation. They were about to pass legislation where, um, so like some people, you know, um, they would have like uh, those little check advances at multiple stores. Right. And so they were going to pass a law. So like a lot of people, like say they got three payday loans or whatever. A lot of people would go to payday loan A and then go to payday loan two and I mean B then C or whatever. So they would just pick up one paycheck and keep it going. Right. Mm-hmm. And so anyways, um, they were passing legislation where once you got that one payday loan, you couldn't go to any other one because they were all connected to the same system. Mm-hmm. And so I remember that. You know, girl, I remember when that happened. <laughs> that, that was, that was earth shattering <laughs> that thing bothered my spirit I mean you know I should have been bothered by the fact that you know they were charging 100% you know uh, 75% interest but that didn't bother me enough I guess but just thinking about it, I was going to have to tell somebody grandmama that they was not going to be they was going to get that check uh, they was going to get that payday loan and that was going to be it I didn't have a heart to tell them so I quit I wasn't mm. dealing with that honey so that was a job I never needed to have because yeah. I, I just can't be praying on people like that no more. You know, I know people get in a bind or whatever, but I just couldn't do that no more. What about you? Oh, my goodness, girl. I'm thinking about this job I had during my master's when I was in Hampton. Now, do you remember when I was the regional manager for Microsoft? <laughs> Bro, Yes. Yo, this is the most random thing I have ever done, y'all. Like, it was like this, like, side marketing company. It was like the Rice Company or something like that. And they had been, like, hired by Microsoft to have these, like, campus, what was it? Like, campus consultants, like these campus testers. And basically, they wanted us to put like their product in the hands of students or whatever. And so I was in charge of like a whole region. So like Virginia, Pennsylvania, New York, all the little baby, the little baby states up on, over the <laughs> that's all around there. So I was like this northern region. And yeah, I would go to different campuses and like bring them like Microsoft stuff, either like a tablet or computer, and they would basically fill out surveys. And we had like these campus, um, like kids who were like interns that were doing these like surveying in real time, and they were the like the actual like product testers. And so I would literally just go around and like check up on them, be like, "Hey, what y'all doing?" You know, like the boss coming in, like, "Hey, you know, show me what y'all got. How the survey is going? How are the demos?" And yeah, random. Like it was so crazy. Like I had like a credit card. They flew me every to all the different states, to all the different campuses that I needed to go to. Oh, you was a city girl. You was getting flewed out. Yeah, I was getting flewed out. Okay, you <laughs> okay. Know, I, had, I had my per deal. Well, like I had everything. It was like, you know, like, having the best of the us. best of food, staying in the best of hotel. <laughs> They even took us to, they even flew us to Seattle. And it's crazy because I live here now, but they actually flew us here back then. And we toured the Microsoft uh, campus and it was really nice. And we got to like go shopping in the little store, got the employee discount. So yeah, but again, like I have, I am a scientist. I was always trying to be a scientist. This job was so random. I think I, I don't even, I'm not even sure how I found out about it. I remember it was at winter when I was graduating and I was like, oh yeah. Sure, I can have a side job. Why not? And then it turned into this whole big thing, and it was like a full position. And I was like in grad school at the same time, so it definitely got to a point where I was like, "Yeah, dog, what am I doing? I need to focus on grad school. I literally have no business doing this job. It's not what I want to do. I don't even know what I'm doing, but I'm getting away with murder. So yeah. But anyway, I definitely let that. <laughs> that was the end of that. And I actually think the position. They were going to dismiss it anyway, so it was good that I didn't want to do it. But yeah, it was it was definitely a crazy year of working <laughs> that job that I had no business doing. Shout out to the finesse, honey. <sighs> the finesse. Okay, we have another one. Okay, my last one. And you and I work here together <laughs> during college. <laughs> At the call center, <laughs> for conducting the longest surveys I have ever <laughs> experienced in my entire life, we were responsible. 
for interviewing and surveying old people on Social Security and Medicaid and conducting like 45 minute to hour long surveys. <laughs> and we did not get credit unless they stayed on the whole time. And did the whole Bruh. time. It was the <gasps> longest. It was just like the longest call in the world. Like I could not believe that I actually got people to take that survey. Like it was ridiculous the amount of questions. And you know, only the old people who ain't had nothing else to do was talking on the phone with us, and, that and then they the would get worst. Right. They'd be like, oh, no, what's the question again, baby? <laughs> right. And you find out about their kids and their family. You're like, no, just answer the question, please. My God. Get, please. And then you'll get to about, you know, you got about four questions left. And they'd be like, um, I got to go. The price is right. It's all. Bitch, I'd have been on the phone with you for 40 minutes and you think you ain't going to stay on this phone? Oh my God. But right though. But right. You're like, nah, you're going to finish it. And then you're like, oh, well, can I call you back? Oh, you have to schedule a follow up. And then they never would answer the phone. It was the most, it was the worst job. I think we must have been getting paid well or something. I don't know why we stayed. $15 or something like that. $15? It was either 12 or 15. It was a good job for back then. But listen, you know who we have to talk about. And I hope she listens. I hope. I hope she listens. Because Amber Joy. (laughs) Amber Joy showed out. Now that was somebody who had no business. Business working at the call center, y'all. Amber Joy oh. messed around and got fired. <laughs> Amber Joy. She had no business, dog. None. One of our line sisters. Amber Joy had no business working at the call center. She got fired from the call center because she would be over there on the call, on the phone, talking, right? Having full conversations like she was doing the survey, clicking through the survey, and wouldn't nobody be on the phone. Oh my God. I got tears in my eyes. Amber Judge, she would be over there just talking. It was nobody on the phone. Like, how do you make up a whole 45-minute conversation? But here's the thing that was the worst part about it. She knew that our supervisor, Lane, was monitoring calls. He had on his headset dialing in the people's calls. So it was like, Emma Joy, did you think that he was not going to ever catch up with you? Sis. Y'all, I was so ashamed. I'm like, bruh, really? You have a staff meeting that morning. Um, yes, Amber is no longer with us. Oh my <laughs> God. We were so shamed. She didn't even tell us. We had to find out the looks on our face in Barry. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot stand Amber Joy for that one. I cannot stand up for that. It <laughs> remind me of this dude at Winthrop. Um, when we was in school, it was I don't remember his name. He was this tall, light skinned dude, and I guess his phone was disconnected or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so he had this BlackBerry. So I guess he wanted people to think that his phone was still on. So this dude would set alarms on his phone as a ringtone. And answer the phone. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He would set the alarms. And then he would act like he picking up and be like, hello, hello. But what was messed up was one time I think he set two alarms. So it went off again while he had his ear to the phone talking. Oh my gosh. I'm done. I'm done with this. Nice. <laughs> 
I'm done with the whole thing. What's next? I'm done. I'm done with this. Oh my god. Okay. So it's now time for the science moment of the week. Oh, science moment of the week. So this science moment is actually, I mean, it was just like some news that was released. So I'm going to go with this. I'm going to tell you about it. So we've talked about climate change before. And I told y'all that climate change is happening because there's a lot of carbon dioxide, which is a greenhouse gas in the atmosphere. And so carbon emissions come from us, you know, driving around these big industries, you know, doing stuff. (laughs) <laughs> you know, BP and them doing the most. Um, and so that's why we have like this climate change issue. But they let us know recently that due to the coronavirus, folks not lurking around, being outside, um, it actually they have seen global carbon emissions drop 17%. And that is crazy. They haven't we haven't seen a drop like that since like 2006. And they say up for that 17%, uh, 43% of that reduction um, came from um, the use of like, you know, cars and buses and trucks and things like that being reduced. So, yeah, I thought that was really interesting. I mean, mm-hmm. it's crazy because there are a lot of people been saying like, oh, you know, how is COVID going to affect the environment? Because we know that people a lot of the the problems we see in our environment are, you know, are human induced. And so now that we're not outside, we are, you know, seeing this direct link with the carbon emissions dropping. So, you know, it's like, it's interesting news for a scientist because it's like, wow, this is what we want to see. This is what we need. But also know the other side of that is like, you know, people <laughs> clearly want to go back outside. So, you know, how can we use this opportunity to like, oh, okay, we have this drop. What can we do as the, as outside starts to open back up? But yeah, that's just a little bit of good news for us. We did see that. And so, yeah, I guess we'll just keep monitoring it and see how it goes. Okay. Well, thank you, Dr. Moore. (laughs) You're welcome. All right. It's time for Reddit on Reddit. Honey, what have you found on Reddit today? So today I decided to get one from... What is this little sweet voice? Oh, no. I am dead. <laughs> so today, <laughs> I decided to get one from good old Faithful Confessions. Okay. So, you know, I love a good old confession, y'all. Mm-hmm. If y'all ever get a chance, please make sure you go to Confessions, honey, because the girls be spilling all the tea. <laughs> so this was posted today on May the 19th, about six hours ago from username Awkward for sure. (laughs) (laughs) It was posted six hours ago and already has 204 comments. Oh my gosh. I accidentally called my mother-in-law out on her vagina smells. What? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. You ready? There's only two paragraphs. My wife's mother has been staying with us to help with kids during the coronavirus. Yesterday, I was on the floor in the den playing with the kids and kept getting this waft of sour, sour smell (laughs) or waft. I don't know. Whatever. My mother-in-law was sitting about three feet behind me on the couch. I initially thought it was feet or something. I asked if anyone else smelled it and everyone said no. I kept smelling it and was finally like, y'all don't smell that? It reeks. My mother-in-law turned bright red and said she would go take a shower. It was so awkward. Today we've act like nothing happened. My wife and I talked about it last night and agreed it was super awkward. How do you tell your mother-in-law that she got wolf's pussy. Okay? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Please, get, hang up. Turn it off. Stop. Hit stop. Hit stop. <laughs> I cannot. I, I, can't, I, I have tears in my eyes. Okay. Tears. 
I hate you. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my I would be mortified. You hear me? Oh. Mortified. Oh. If <laughs> my son-in-law oh. went, oh, that's your boss. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what didn't happen. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Martha <laughs> came by to see them grandchildren, oh and she God. had got to run around with them for the past couple of days, and she didn't feel like washing, not oh. knowing that it was past time to wash. <laughs> Martha. <laughs> You cannot get away with not bathing, especially when you're around mixed company, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> you got caught slipping, sis. And now your daughter is embarrassed on behalf of you. Okay? You ever been vicariously embarrassed? Oh, yes. Like, I'm embarrassed for you. Like, I am embarrassed. <laughs> For you, sis. Wow. Like. And that could and that could not have been my ratchet family. Because my family loves to say something about somebody being musty. I will never forget when I was little and we was going through puberty. Mm-hmm. And one day my aunt said, Hold a darn minute. Somebody smell like onions. <laughs> and she, all the kids, hold your arms up. Hold your arms up. Right. <laughs> the trauma. The trauma. The, tra- the black trauma, honey. Why? Oh, God. They doing inspections on the kids. Guess I what? I went must. <laughs> I, my cousin went musty no more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <sighs> what about you? Honey, okay, so I found one in Am I the Asshole, and it was posted by that bastard Ada 13 hours ago, and it says, would I be the asshole if I posted a TikTok with a joke about having an absent father, even though my stepsister follows me? (laughs) Honey, honey, (laughs) I I shall continue. So there is a trend on TikTok where girls put on the Snapchat filter that makes you look like a man and see if it looks like their dad and then show a picture of him. I did that trend except except instead of showing a picture of him, I put an empty room. (laughs) Not an empty room. So she says, Ooh, the honey, it's a joke since I haven't seen my father at all since I was six. I'm 17 now. I have reached out to my half siblings and step siblings and talked to them. I tried to reach out to my dad by asking them for his number from my siblings, but he won't let them give it to me. Wow. Mm-hmm. I hate I hate that he's absent, but joking around about it makes me feel better. I want to post it because I think it's funny and think that my friends will find it funny. But my stepsister has a good relationship with him and it might piss her off. But she also has no idea how it feels to have an absent father. Would I be the asshole? And to be honest with you, I don't think she would because that's her story. And that's her life because I mean, if that I mean the truth, look, facts is facts, and the truth is the truth. If he's absent, he's absent. And like I thought, you know, I don't, maybe I'm biased because I actually do have the same situation. So if any of my family, my steps folks, is listening, here it is because I don't really like deal with my dad like that. So if I was to make a post about him being absent and they felt some type of way, they really couldn't because it's facts. Like they know. He's not in my life like that because he's in there. <laughs> he's in their life. So they know, you know, they know our relationship. So I don't think she's the asshole at all because that's her truth and that's her story. So I say post it, girl. And if her step siblings have a problem with it, then they can go and talk to the dad and be like, yo, like, what's up with it? But they don't have to say something to her because that's the truth. He wasn't there. Boom. Bye. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. all. <laughs> That's all. That's how I feel. That's it. That's it. That's how you feel. Look, moves on. <laughs> okay. 
uh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, let's move on. <laughs> What's your um? <laughs> look, it's time for Maddie's review of the week. <laughs> what you reviewing? <clears throat> so, this past weekend the weather was really nice. I think it was like um mid eighties. So one of my friends, it was her birthday the previous week. So it was like, you know what? Well, what can we do this like? Uh, while we can kind of social distance, but still be social. So we decided to do a picnic. Oh. So I was like, so, you know, um, I had to do it bougie style. So, you know, of course I got like the red and white picnic, uh, PVC, uh, what do you call it? Uh, table to cloth or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we had our blankets and I had my, am I going to say this right? Charcuterie board. Okay. Charcuterie. Okay. Okay. So anyways, of course, to go with the aesthetic, I needed what? A picnic basket. Mm-hmm. So I found a beautiful gray picnic basket that was well insulated. Um, and it carries a lot of stuff. Like it could carry all my liquor and some of my snacks or whatever. And it was $24.99 on Amazon. And of course, I'll put it in the episode notes. But yeah, it was lovely. It has a nice handlebar. But the best part, <laughs> you know, sometimes when you see stuff on Amazon, you don't assume that everything in the picture uh, comes with it. So <clears throat> for example, the picture shows like fruit, um, some alcoholic beverage, a blanket in the basket. So, you know, I just assumed that I was getting the basket. Baby, I got a uh, uh, a blanket too, and it was Ooh. a nice blanket too. Yeah, and it had the like bottom that was appropriate for the ground. Mm-hmm. So yes, honey, was out here living the life, the Ooh, life of luxury okay. at the uh, okay. at the park, the okay. life of the bourgeoisie. <laughs> yes, honey. So get us to it, ladies and gentlemen. Get you this twenty five dollar picnic basket and go have your little picnic because guess what, guys? The pandemic is not ending anytime soon. So get used to these parks, okay? Oh my goodness. Well, ain't you supposed to be inside anyways? <laughs> I can't go outside to the park in open air and keep my distance? <laughs> Dang, jeesh. I stayed well, in the house for two can. months? You probably can't no. even. I mean, did y'all have a mask? Probably not. Or did y'all? No, but we wasn't beside each other. Like We each had our own space. Oh, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, we weren't like hugging and laid up on each other. (laughs) Like I had my own blanket, they had their own, you know? Oh yeah, six feet. All right. Okay then. Yeah. Okay, so are you rent ready? Honey, you know, I stay rent ready. And my rent is directed specifically to the car insurance people. Because I need them to get it together. I don't know who y'all have car insurance with. I personally have car insurance with the Allstate. And, you know, I see, you know, since COVID, they started this little, you know, they was going to give, you know, some money back for the car insurance. And so I'm like, oh, you know, love to see it. I got my little refund. It was $10. How? (laughs) I ain't drove my car. (laughs) I ain't drove the Prius in three months. Okay. The Prius has not moved. I'm not, we're not getting no accidents. Nobody is doing nothing. And I'll say, all you had to give me was $10. Really? No, I feel like they could have gave me the full month back to be honest with you, or at least have $10. Y'all is trifling. And I just, (laughs) it really just, annoying because it was just like wow y'all tried to play in our face it was like okay y'all realize y'all was getting away with murder because literally no one's driving nothing is going on and y'all are still collecting this money and y'all know we can't dismiss you know we can't get rid of our car insurance because the dmv will find us so it's like okay somebody was in the board me was like hey guys we're getting away with murder here you know let's give them their money back and then some greedy bastard (laughs) Some greedy bastard was like, yeah, no, nah, give them $10. <laughs> like, I know they pay way more than that. But you know what? Just slide them $10. So I just am disgusted. And y'all know y'all did wrong. And y'all need to slide me the rest of my money back. Because the Prius has not gone anywhere. And that's that's really. And I would have canceled it if I wouldn't have got fined. So, like, y'all are trifling. And that's all I have to say. What about, did you get any money mm-hmm. back? Off of your car insurance. I think I'm supposed to get like $15 back and I'll take that little piece of change or whatever. But let me just say this. You know, Allstate, I think you were Allstate too, right? Mm-hmm. 
I think they're the ones that started this trend of giving any money back because the other insurance girls were did not have any intentions on doing it until Allstate said something. And then here come Geico and State Farm talking about we're going to do it. Um, don't wait to do the right thing when somebody else does it. Just do it if that's what you want to do. You know what I mean? And I'm getting tired of these companies spending millions of dollars on commercials to tell us about the good things that they're doing. Honey, right. I literally watched a whole commercial a whole commercial of a company like packaging up packaging up something to send. And they were like, Oh yeah, like our company is sending meal kits all around. It was like a whole video of that. Y'all could have spent that money to send the meal kits. <laughs> like Okay. We don't need no video of you packing like y'all did production. Y'all supposed to be social distance. Like what y'all what y'all really doing? <sighs> I'm over it. <laughs> I'm over it. These folks is out here. These folks is out here. It's All right, just, it's a lot. It's just a lot. But honestly, though, I will say, and you know, because we're moving to the section, I will say that I did tweet about it, though. I did, and I was like, "Yeah, these car insurance people is dead wrong." And then I'm not gonna say maybe you know maybe it was causation. Because then, you know, a couple weeks later, they announced this little money bag. So, you know, that's all I'm saying. I okay. put it in the atmosphere. I put you it put in the atmosphere. atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> I put they it in the atmosphere. They read your tweet. They did. They you did. an influencer, honey. They I read know they did. Look. They said, yeah. I, Look. Think, I think so. I think they read yours and they was like, you know what? It's time to do something. And it is. And now it's time for what <laughs> tweets that didn't fly. Because just like that tweet only got about two likes. <laughs> okay, I got one that got one like. You ready for oh this? Oh my God, what? Okay, on May the 15th at 10.59 a.m., I wrote, when a boomer sends me eight emails in a day that could have been put in one email, I reply back to each one of them individually to blow up their email box. Um, <laughs> boomers. Boomers, stop doing that. Stop treating email like it's a text message. Sis, wait, formulate your thoughts. They have a whole thing called a draft box for a reason, sis. Put it in a draft box, save it, come back to it, and then send it to me. And then you know nothing, oh, nothing bothers me more than you write them something and they write back, okay. Oh. Or they write back a whole paragraph in the subject line. <laughs> when did old people start doing it? I didn't know people did that until recently. Like people will write the whole email in the subject. You're like, what? <laughs> what is that? Why is that? Why y'all doing that? <laughs> Why y'all doing that? And then the email will be empty. Like it won't be nothing in the box. <laughs> no email. It's like we it's like when they went and looked in the in the tomb for Jesus, nothing. Nothing was there. He was not okay. There. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> he gone. The body of the email is gone. It's in the subject line. It has rose. It has risen, literally. It risen from the body to the subject. Like <laughs> I'm just proud of them. For finally stop sending those text messages as emails. You remember you used to get those emails and it'd be like, um, phone number 919-344-da-da-da-da-da has sent right. you a text through your email. Yeah, how did they even get how did that even happen? Girl, I don't even know. I don't even know. I'm, I just <laughs> They struggle so bad, honey. Okay, so what about you? What's your tweet that didn't fly? Oh my gosh, I found this tweet and it is so funny. I wrote this tweet June 12, 2019 and I wrote it at 4.29 a.m. in the morning and it got two likes <laughs> and it says, so I just discovered Reddit. This is not going to be good. <laughs> And I think this is so funny because I feel like shortly after that, I told you about Reddit and now we have this whole segment about Reddit simply because of this tweet. I found Reddit and this is not going to be good. <laughs> it is. 
June 12, 2019. So not even a year ago, <laughs> I tweeted this and now here we are. So yeah, two likes. Y'all didn't see the vision, but I did. <laughs> I did. Oh my gosh. Well, look at that. <sighs> full you circle. St- that's what started it all, guys. <laughs> yeah, full circle. <laughs> at 429 in the morning. <laughs> Oh my god. It was all a dream. I used to mm. be word up baby. Hey, hey. Okay. Okay. So um I think we need to thank our sponsors. And those okay. are Tierra and Mandy. Yup. Because <laughs> we all we got. Because <laughs> we all we got. <laughs> <laughs> we all we got. Oh, but yeah, thank y'all for um, listening. I mean, thanks y'all for listening. Write reviews, share, like, comment, do all of that. We out here. Yeah, I seen some of the girls been catching up on the episodes. We appreciate it. Yes, listen, tell y'all friends, write comments, give us reviews. We need all that. Retweet, share. Okay, that's it. Uh, <laughs> and keep dangling. All right, y'all. Yeah, keep dangling too. All right. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for dangling with us. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. To find out more information about upcoming episodes and to keep the convo going, follow us on social media at we D A N G L I N. <laughs>